Hello and welcome. This is Communication Means Talking Together. My name is Arjun Bakshi. Let's learn a little bit about communication skills, leadership skills, and really how you'd like to improve your life, your career, and your outlook. Let's start. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode. A particular concept that gets a lot of play these days is productivity. In the old days, productivity was sort of really this factory term, right? How many units can be produced per hour, right? And uh, so people who studied history of industrialization will know the name Frederick Taylor, where a, a person by that name, uh, so I remember, actually went through a variety of processes of you know, putting different kinds of products together in a factory and was perhaps the first person to break it down that let's say you're building a car or maybe even something simpler like a table. How many minutes or hours does it take and how many steps does it take to put that particular table together? And of course, the idea being that if a particular worker took too long to put that table together or didn't follow the exact particular steps, they would be penalized. But if they met that time or beat that time, that means they were being an efficient and productive worker. That's, of course, uh, at least these days, almost becoming an antiquated way of thinking, you know, in certain circles. For white-collar work, people who work with computers in offices, have meetings, uh, the audience for this podcast usually. Productivity carries a very different meaning these days. These days, productivity is less about factories and processes and parts and counting the, the minutes, you know, per work or work product finished. And it's a lot more about how many things can I get, thing, can I get done in less time? And there's all these blogs out there, all these tips out there, documentaries, how-to videos, life hacks. We're so busy, right? We're trying to do so many things. And we only have the same 24 hours a day, just like anybody else. And we are desperate to make the most of those hours. So we have more free time. Our boss or our workplace is happy with us. And we also feel a sense of accomplishment. So I thought I'd devote this episode to talk about productivity as a concept, maybe go through a few tips that I've heard about, and perhaps at the end, we can all look at productivity from a new perspective. So let's start by defining and laying down some, some concepts here. Productivity can be seen in terms of two angles on this. Obviously, the, book, the dictionary definition is making sure that there is more output with less input, so more things are done with less effort, and more things are done in less time. So, less effort, more output. That's, you know, thinking in terms of automation, thinking in terms of machines, electric, uh, you know, uh, 
obviously we're using computers these days rather than handwriting a letter. You type it up. You can even voice dictate it these days to your phone or to your computer, depending on the software that you have. Not only that, if you've seen the same email tools that I've seen, you can use just a few words and the computer will guess what you might want to say next and help you finish your sentences. So your typical 200-word email, it might give you 100 words, you know, just there and then make it easy for you to finish up. You can, in your email signature, you can put your sincerely's and your thank yous and your name and so on, and you never have to retype all that. And, you know, there's templates. So you can copy and paste from a Word document or a draft that's also in your email uh, software. So, in short, we want to take advantage of as many of these tools as possible. The newest one that I found, uh, I think I saw this a year or two ago, I don't know how long this existed, is scheduling an email. I don't know about you, but a lot of people, including myself, will check emails at different times of the day. Sometimes, you know, when other people aren't working, and maybe I'm uh, at a loose end and I'd rather stay ahead of my workflow. And I find I have an email from somebody who needs an answer from me. Now, I'm the kind of conscientious person. I want to get that squared away. So I might want to reply. But it's an odd day. It's an odd, it's an odd time of day to give a response, right? Or maybe, better yet, I want to respond not on a weekend, but rather I want to send them an email. And this is a good tip for you, uh, for the listeners. You want to send an email to someone when you think they'll be more likely to read it. So think about it this way. If you send an email to someone on Sunday night, will they read it? My experience says that email won't be looked at till Monday evening or Tuesday morning. Here's why. A ton of emails will be in that person's inbox come Monday morning when they're already stressed out when they're already looking at so many other things, and your email will get buried in there. So they won't get to it till Tuesday. Maybe they'll forget about it. So instead, with the scheduling tool, you might send that email for Monday afternoon, if possible, Tuesday morning. I remember when I was researching email marketing, between Tuesday noon and Thursday, around the same time, is Ideal time for email marketing. You don't want to send emails to people uh, promoting your product on a Friday. And you don't want to send it on a Monday. Weekends, I don't know. If it's a work email, in days past, that might be considered a bit gauche. But yes, ideally, you want to send people a marketing email between Tuesday and Thursday of any given week. Uh, that's when you'll get the most people opening the email that you sent. So, but to pull it back, think about emails in terms of productivity. A very interesting tip that someone taught me was email folders. I don't know about you, but I've seen many, many a different person who has, you know, hundreds. And I've even seen thousands of unread emails sitting in a person's inbox. I don't know how people deal with that. So, okay, let's say you read all your emails. Now you have... Read emails, so no unread emails, but they are 
still hundreds if not thousands, you know, going across the lifetime of your account. So what I learned was this concept of email folders. So when a particular email, which is related to a given task, is done, you can catalog it into a folder and put it out of your way so that it's not staring you in the face and creating clutter when you're trying to find an important email that's still to be resolved. And think of it this way. When you do need to look up that email, you've got it all folder uh, organized, or you could just do a keyword search. Either way, the email can be found. It's not gone forever. It's just sorted away. So let's take a recap. We talked about productivity as a concept. We talked about it from the blue-collar point of view. We talked about it from the white-collar point of view. We started by talking about emails, right? You can schedule the emails. You can sort emails. You can use uh, email, you know, I suppose predictive software, they call it. And that will help finish out some more typical emails that you just need to get out. They don't need any fancy personal touches. They just need to be well-worded, simple, to the point, and those can you can take the assistance of the software, be it Gmail, be it something else, or use pre-made templates that you have saved either in the email software itself or in a Word document or other kind of word processor document. That's one aspect. And you could apply similar techniques to other daily tasks, be it putting out social media posts, promoting your company's product, or connecting with friends or things like that. Lots of scheduling tools are now out there. Some of them have premium fee that you might need to pay per month in order to use that. But it's well worth your while because it allows you to plan out your week by when you want to work on a particular task rather than when that task needs to be done. Some of those things are not in your hand, but sending out promotional emails, responding to certain emails, you may have that opportunity to take care of it right away. And yet, using these tools like Scheduling, the person that you're intending it for will see that email, will see that social media post when it is convenient for them and they're more likely to engage with it. And so you see where we're taking this productivity. I learned another interesting uh, distinction a long time ago. It is better to be effective than to simply be efficient. The old way of thinking about productivity is to do more things in less time, right? Or to finish things in less time than, or less money than uh, you budgeted for. And no, no disrespect to that. Obviously, we all want to save time. We all want to save money. But what if you could also think about effectiveness? Yes, you're doing a lot of things, but are you achieving your goals? Are you achieving your objectives? And most importantly, are all the things that you're spending your time on, are they synchronized with your overall strategy? And, and that's kind of where I want to, you know, leave this discussion with in our closing minutes here. It's all very well to do a lot of things. It's all very well to time them perfectly, get them to your audience, engage with them, make them read it, make sure they understand it. 
All of that is wonderful. But where we want to really take it to the next level is for people to be impacted and for you to feel you've accomplished something powerful that's got vision to it. So that's why I think people wrote books like The 4-Hour Workweek and so on. Because we get so caught up in doing things, lots of things, working long hours, trying to do as many things on our checklist as possible, that sometimes you forget not all those things on that checklist are equally important. You might have 10 little items on, and it'll give you a great sense of accomplishment to knock five of those small things out on a given day. And that's wonderful. And there's a place for that. But as we close out this, this episode, I want you to think of your current checklist or any recent checklist items you've been thinking about. What's one thing? If you could just get that one thing done, it would make a noticeable difference to your stress level, to your ability to build trust with a stakeholder, somebody that you work with, or for you to jumpstart some aspect of your role at work or your business or your career. Make that big difference in your life today. You know you can do. Thank you for joining us this week with Communication Means Talking Together. Join us every week and we can also be in touch via email or through our social media. Go to our website cultureofspeak.com for more details and see you next week. Goodbye for now.